you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Upwork is the world's work marketplace. Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Last season, due to the COVID pandemic, the NFL sadly played to mostly empty stadiums and, of course, the occasional cardboard cutouts. <laughs> so what did that do to home field advantage? Interestingly enough, it was the first season in NFL history that saw home teams with a losing record. Granted, by just one game, but still 127 wins, 128 losses and one tie. And to some degree, it kind of makes sense, right? With no 12th man, Bill's Mafia or the dog pound squeezing every last ounce of juice out of the home team, where's the advantage? It turns out that this year with fans back in the stands, we've also seen the second lowest home win percentage in league history. Through 16 weeks, it's sitting at exactly 50.6%. In fact, the last three seasons have seen three of the four lowest home team win percentages since 1970. But now even in 2019, road teams had a higher point per game average than home teams for the first time since the NFL merger. The last four seasons have been the highest scoring seasons for road teams since the merger. 
Aditi, you know what that means? If anyone goes back to one of our previous episodes that defense wins championships in that question, it's clearly all about the <laughs> offense. But as <laughs> p- pertains to this particular episode, I actually don't even know if I totally buy some of the numbers, which once again is sort of crazy for me to say, because I think about Fireman Ed, I think about the terrible towels that are always kind of swirling in your neck of the woods in Pittsburgh. Like that has to have some sort of impact. But as we dig through some of the numbers, I don't know if the answer is totally yes to that. Well, and there may be some teams, Mike, that are skewing the numbers. But see, that's why it's so important that here on NFL Explained, we get to the bottom of why some might have a home field advantage and if this advantage might be fading or not. I'm Aditi Kinkabuela, joined as always by my buddy, Mike Yam. I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> well, this I'm wondering way. if the debate is going to rage because I, I would imagine the two of us are probably on the same side of this, that home field advantage is meaningful. Like I think about it from a Vegas perspective. I think about it from just win percentages and Typically in my mind, all the players and coaches that I've ever talked to, hey, winning on the road is not an easy thing. Well, let me tell you, I am going to come at this like a real reporter with an open mind. Let's see where the numbers and the anecdotes and the history takes us. We're going to challenge some long-held beliefs on the topic of home field advantage, of course. We'll see what matters, what doesn't, and we'll find out why there might actually be, Mike, some medical science behind the importance of being at home. Love the science angle behind all of this stuff. But actually, let's take a a look at one big piece that fuels the public perception of home field advantage. And I made reference to it, and it's the betting aspect. For years, sports books felt that simply playing on your home field would add about a two to three point bump in the spread. And just to explain for people who aren't necessarily deep diving into the betting world just yet, or maybe they're just playing fantasy, the whole point is a team that may have been a three-point favorite on the road would actually go up to a six-point favorite at home, and a team that was a two-point underdog on the road would become a slight favorite at home. Now, for some sports books, they still hold fast that that two- to three-point rule, but in 2020 with no crowds and just those cardboard cutouts that you love so much, Vegas saw its lowest advantage ever for home teams at 1.06 per game. Now, most agree that that advantage is a little kind of on the downside here. It seems like from a Vegas perspective, Aditi, that two to three point number is a little bit more in question nowadays. Well, and it's true because the average home win percentage from 1970 to 1999, Mike, was 57.9%. But since 2000, it's only 56.3%. We'll certainly take some guesses as to why teams aren't as dominant at home right now as they used to be. But home field advantage still does exist, even if it's declining or shrinking. So let's first start by looking at some of the reasons why it exists. Obvious. Number one, travel. Say, for instance, Mike, when a West Coast team plays on the East Coast in primetime, maybe, their bodies are at their most efficient from between 4.30 to 7.30 Eastern. So that's a sweet spot for West Coast teams in prime time, whereas maybe the body clock of a player on the East Coast has already started to shut down. On the converse, a West Coast team going to play at 1 p.m. on the East Coast, well, that's 10 a.m. That's the time when you're supposed to be eating your waffles, right? So (laughs) since 2000, West Coast teams are indeed 30 and 19 in home primetime games. East Coast teams are just 11 and 18 versus their Pacific time zone counterparts over that same span. 
it makes sense, Aditi, because generally speaking, that 4.30 to 7.30 Eastern time, like I would understand why players would thrive in some of those moments. But if I asked you, are you a morning person or a night owl? Like everyone is a little different, but the numbers do bear out. I guess, generally speaking, that does make sense. And I mean, look, Mike, every single player I've ever spoken to says that he hates playing nighttime games. Because it's just yeah. the idea of having to wait all 100%. day. Whereas the one o'clock, your body is in a really good routine. This is when I wake up. This is when I eat. This is when I do what I do, as opposed to sitting around and waiting. And as a reporter, I don't really like those primetime games either. Let's just get it on. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get to it in this episode, but can you imagine if there was a way to measure if it's a primetime game and they're just waiting around and what that actual element does for production later in the day? Because clearly I've had those same conversations with players. They, they don't like playing late. So it's just one of those other looming factors. But crowd noise obviously is another thing that I think people always refer to. You know, Pacific West Coast teams, for example, there's one in particular that's known for having that earth shattering noise because of its fans. But how much does that noise and what the fans are doing actually matter? Not surprising here, the Seahawks and the Chiefs, the two loudest stadiums in the NFL, both win significantly more games at home than on the road. In team history, Casey's winning percentage is nearly 17% higher at home than on the road, while Seattle's home versus away winning percentage, 18.6% greater. That's wild to me. The three teams with the least influential home field advantage have been the Panthers, ugh, the Giants, Aditi, I know you and I are like, what? And surprisingly, how about this? The Saints, all three see less than a 10% bump in terms of better winning percentage on their home turf. Once again, the number staggering to me, the Saints, obviously the big surprise, just considering the success that they've had, the fact that they're playing also in a dome, you would think some of that stuff would actually help. Well, you know, Mike, it's so interesting that you say that because I think a lot of this really has to do with trends and how good your team is. And so when you look at who really is actually the best right now entering this season in terms of a differential between a home win percentage and a road win percentage, number one is the Ravens. They win at home 69% of the time. They win on the road 43.5% of the time. But the Ravens have been a really good competitive team for a long time. And so those are both good numbers, essentially. Number two is the Broncos that have a 20.3% differential. Well, everybody who plays in Denver, and you and I have talked about this on previous episodes, talks about how difficult the altitude could be. But then you look at number three, that's the Bengals that have a nearly 20% differential. Well, on the at home, they only win 54% of the time. And on the road, they win 34% of the time. So some of it, again, is those numbers are a little bit closer together. You see the Steelers in the top half. Well, the Steelers have been a good team. You see the Packers in the top half. Well, the Packers have been a really good team. You go to the bottom of the list. Well, the Jets... They haven't been particularly good. The Panthers, they've struggled a bit as of late. The Browns, sure, they have as well. So I can't really tell if a big differential is a great statement or not. Because in theory, you don't want a huge differential. You want a team that's really consistent, right, Mike? Like you say, this is a good team. It has the chance to win on the road to some great success. But then you look at teams that win at home more than any place else. I mean, the Ravens number, forget their differential. The fact that the Ravens win at home 69% of the time. I'll tell you, I spend a ton of time in Baltimore. There are great, great, great fans there. But there's also great food in that stadium. And I think there's something to be said for familiar confines. 
Well, I think on top of that, like you mentioned Baltimore, and you're right. Generally speaking, you just want to win games, whether it's home or away. I do think, once again, from a psychological effect, as you start thinking about matchups and opponents, we do this all the time on NFL Network, right? Like, Or even just as a fan, you do the, the win-loss thing as you look at a team's schedule. And when a team is playing at home and you know they're such a juggernaut, like the Ravens, you tend to give them the W before they play that game versus the L. So once again, a little bit of a factor there. And I think one of the other teams that you brought up there, uh, and you mentioned in Green Bay leads to another aspect. And Aditi, it sounds like you want to say something else. Well, I was just going to go back, Mike, to the Ravens. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. One other point that actually I can't even take credit for, this is our fabulous producer Zach mentioned it. The Ravens historically forever are known for what? how good their defense is. And so when you were talking earlier about crowd noise, like at a place like Seattle or at Arrowhead Stadium or certainly in Baltimore, the noise helps the home defense because the noise forces the offense to have communication issues, perhaps have to go to a silent count, all of those things. If you historically have a great defense, then that home field noise has to certainly help you. I mean, think about it. It's like at Heinz Field when they play Renegade. They don't play that when the offense is on the field. They play that when the defense is on the field. Players are motioning for noise, not when the offense is on the field, but when the defense is on the field. And when you already have a dominant defense, it sort of plays into this idea of the crowd noise helping. Build the team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places so you can do more. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes. That's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two. Oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment and sure, you can download work files faster too if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 
5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds, downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Welcome back to NFL Explained. Mike Yammett and Didi Kinkabwala with you. And we've started to piece together the reasons why teams might see a home field advantage. Crowd noise, one factor. I think there's another one that people automatically just enjoy watching when they're at home. There's nothing cooler than, you know, players in cold weather. You see sort of like the the smoke and the, the steam coming off of their heads and their helmets as soon as they take them off or guys that are just bundled up. And, you know, when there's the snow on the field, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I get a little more entertained, a little more juice from that perspective. As someone who's been on the field when there is snow, not that much fun, Mike. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That's, you know, be a studio guy and you don't have to necessarily worry about that type of stuff. So temperature controlled environment. I like the consistency, but weather to me, Aditi, and you know it because you've braved the elements just reporting on a lot of these games. That's a factor. And I know that those conversations come up with players and coaches. Okay, so Mike, we talk about this a lot. The AFC North is my wheelhouse. I basically spend every Sunday this time of year freezing in every way possible. I burned myself with hand warmers the other day, actually patching them on my body everywhere. But in any case, that's a story for another day. It's no secret that as much as I may dislike the cold weather, it can indeed be incredibly helpful for the teams that regularly play in cold weather. It helps for people who are acclimated to it, like fabulous kickers, like our friend Justin Tucker, who was on in one of our earlier episodes, of course, and who has set the record for longest field goal in NFL history. He's constantly playing in these cold climates and swirling winds. And he talks about how that has hardened him or improved his ability to continue to do so. So you have players like that at all sorts of positions that are used to that. So let me give you this. Since 1970, home teams playing outdoors when the temperature was 15 or below at kickoff have won 67% of the games. If it's at or below freezing the home team wins 62.5% of the time. And if the temperature is actually above 32 degrees, well, then home teams win at 57.3%, which is the general range for home field advantage. So let's go to this. How about this? The Ravens, the Patriots, the Steelers, and the Packers, four teams that play in four of the coldest places that we have, basically. I mean, obviously, Buffalo, Cleveland have something to say about that. But these are definitely four teams that very regularly play in sub 40 degree temperature. All four of them gain a significant advantage when the weather is below 40 degrees. Listen to this. Since 2000, the Ravens have won 85.7% of their games in sub 40 temperatures. The Patriots have won 87.8% of their games in sub-40 temperatures. The Steelers, the Steelers, 78.2%. The Packers, 78.5%. I mean, that... That's really significant, Mike. It's huge. I mean, just think about what it's like when you are used to warm weather and you go to a cold environment. Like, that's tough. I remember my first time, because I grew up in the Northeast, and my first time in Northern California. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. California and San Francisco, my first winter, I am laughing at everyone on the streets bundled up in winter coats. I'm wearing a hoodie and I'm thinking it's not even, guys, it's not that cold. Second winter in San Francisco, I was just like everyone else. And by the way, I was doing it in the summertime because it actually gets kind of cold in SF during the summer. But the point is, it, your body, I think, just adjusts. And then all of a sudden you ask a team that's not necessarily used to those, you know, sub 40 temperatures that, you know, fans in Baltimore and the Ravens are used to or the Patriots are used to or any of those environments that you just made reference to. And it's a little bit of a problem. But earlier, Aditi, in the podcast, you made reference to the the massive advantage that the Broncos had. They were right behind the Ravens in terms of winning at home. You and I initially speculated, hey, it's altitude. That's a problem. If anyone's tried to run uh, in Denver, that's not the easiest thing if you're not used to running at elevation. But the Broncos and that home versus away disparity, you actually see something pretty interesting here. We're all aware Denver not only plays during the cold winter months, but they also play at that elevation. That's really high. The combination of the altitude and the weather actually affects teams more in the summer and fall months or the earlier parts of the schedule. Check this out. Between 1978 and 2018, the Broncos won a staggering 79% of its games in September at home. Over that four-decade span, they were 43 and 12. That's 78% in home games over 70 degrees, but win just 62% of the games when the temperature is under 45 degrees. That's definitely something that I think a lot of us are a little surprised about when we were going through some of those numbers. Once again, the cold and the altitude seemingly less effective than just the summer and fall months with some of those altitude numbers that the players are having to deal with. But Aditi, you set the table real nice at the start of this episode. When we come back on NFL Explained, We'll talk about the all-important human element with regard to this topic. Is there a way to chemically explain why teams might have a home field advantage? We got the answers to those questions. Coming up next on NFL Explained. This podcast is sponsored by Kindrel. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity, oxygen to innovation, and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. This podcast is sponsored by Kindrel. 
Kendrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side -side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity. Oxygen to innovation and energy to change the world. Kendrel, the heart of progress. Welcome back to NFL Explained. Mike Ammon and Didi Kinkabwala with you. And what about the one person that's almost assuredly getting booed by the home team during the game? Indeed, you know who I'm talking about. It's the officials. NFL refs, we know they do an extraordinary job trying to police what is an incredibly intense, fast-moving game. And doing it live, Mike. Let's not forget that piece, right? Everybody at home has the benefit of these high-definition camera feeds, and these guys have to do it in a split second. So let me say that. All right, now that I cut you off, keep going. Yeah, no, slow-motion replay, they yep. don't have that advantage nope, in not, real time. But no. Well, everyone's got their biases, and they, of course, succumb to a little bit of peer pressure from the masses. Doesn't that make a little bit of sense here? So what does the data say? Let's start with this stat. Once the NFL instituted instant replay, home team winning percentages dropped from 58.5% to 56%. So perhaps it acted like a little bit of an elf on the shelf for the refs. It does make sense to me that that would have happened with instant replay. Since 1970, road teams have accounted for 51.4% of all penalties. So a slightly higher rate that has stayed relatively consistent in each decade. That adds up to the road teams being penalized for 30,861 yards, more than home teams, or just about the amount of yards that Ryan Tannehill has actually thrown in his career. But when we look at the delay of game, road teams have accounted for 57.5% of all those penalties since 2001. So either it's relatively a subjectivity issue on that particular call, or maybe my guy, Fireman Ed, actually has that... Uh, the, the noise that's rocking, that's actually becoming a factor in the games. But Aditi, once again, you look at the refs and the amount of screaming that's happening towards those guys. I'm not surprised that maybe there's a little bit of home cooking and the home team gets a little bit of love. I will say this. I think that the delay of game at 57.5%, that's interesting. But just 51.4% on all penalties, that differential for road teams versus home teams, that almost feels like the margin of error to me. Well, two and a half percent from a home team to the road team overall since instant replay to me does scream to that. And by the way, I'm not suggesting that the referees are doing it intentionally. I think that there is a subconscious factor there. I've talked to enough coaches in multiple sports who will all say the same thing. They always feel like it's harder to get some of those calls when they're on the road and easier at home. And I just think when you have fans, and look, depends on the sport, I guess, but when you have fans and that noise, I, I think there's a little bit of a factor that's there. All right, Mike. Well, moving on from the officials, how about we talk about something else that maybe is a little bit more black and white, and that is the visiting locker room. <laughs> I will tell you, as someone who has been in many, many, many locker rooms and who, of course, misses being in locker rooms because of the COVID pandemic and can't wait to get back, the visiting locker room is always basically the size of a thimble. <laughs> you sometimes really wonder how you get every single body in there. And even in brand new $6 billion SoFi Stadium, Mike Zimmer, one of my favorite curmudgeon coaches, the Vikings head coach, called the visitor's locker room a mess. <laughs> and that was because he couldn't get his full team in to have a meeting. 
Jared Allen once called the visiting locker room at Arrowhead Stadium trash, and he said that it rivaled some high school gyms. In 2020, NFL teams had to allow enough space for social distancing in locker rooms, but that requirement was dropped in 2021, and so teams got to go back to their gamesmanship. I'm with you there. Aditi, I'm actually not surprised by any of this, especially given what happened between a couple rivals in the NFC East, Washington and Dallas recently. Cowboys played at Washington on December 12th, and the team actually heard from the Seahawks, gotta love this, that the visiting seat warmers at FedEx Field were, quote, unreliable. So they had to have their own shift in from Ohio. And of course, the branding is important. So the Cowboy logos were all over it. But not to be outdone, the football team actually brought its own benches to AT&T Stadium, where they played at Dallas two weeks later. I know what you're wondering. Yeah, indoors. Washington, they did all of it. It's temperature controlled in that environment. And they got beat 56 to 14. I know, Aditi, we have laid out a lot of the reasons why home field advantage can exist for some teams. Is there one other factor that maybe we didn't get to? Because for me, I think there's one thing that does sort of stand out to me, and it's the amount of metrics that we can now measure for individuals, whether it is the nutrition and how you're able to track their intake, their food intake. You know, we're always wearing kind of our smartwatches and understanding sort of like our top speeds when we're out on the field or, you know, how how much exertion you're actually emanating during practice or in a game. I don't know. I think monitoring some of this stuff also sort of levels potentially the playing field for some of the road teams as they hit the road. Sure, that could be part of it. But I also think that so much of it is emotional and kind of individual. And and I'll give you a perfect example. And I'll again, go back to two AFC North teams, but this is just because I just had this conversation with Bengals safety Von Bell last week. And the Bengals were sitting at seven and four and they had two consecutive ro- home games and they lost them both. And I was like, why do you seem to play better on the road than you do at home? And Von Bell says to me, I, I just love being on the road. He said, I love wow. shutting up a road crowd. I love that you know, your family isn't there. You have nothing to focus on. You go to the hotel and you have the game and that's it. And you're not worried about getting anybody tickets and you're not worried about whether you have to pick your mom up at the airport. And all of that is gone. It's just being on the road. So I can appreciate that. But then the flip side to that, another guy that I cover extremely regularly, have covered for his whole career, who potentially could be defensive player of the year this year, TJ Watt. Mike, he is significantly better at home than he is on the road. As of this moment right now, 39 home games, he has 46 sacks. 36 road games, he has 21 sacks. More than double the sack number at home. And we've asked him repeatedly, why? What is it about Heinz Field? And his only answer is, I don't know. I just love... Heinz Field. I love being home. And who knows? Is it those terrible towels? Is it Renegade? Is it the fact that, you know, he gets to drive his own car as opposed to going on a team bus? I don't know. But you know what? Let me go back to that hotel thing really quickly. And I apologize about jumping around here. All of our listeners may not know this. The home team also stays in a hotel the night before the game and also has to go through bed checks. (laughs) And also as somebody knocking on their door to make sure that they're curfew and that there's nobody in their room that's supposed to be in their room. But the difference is when you are a road team, you get on the plane at, you know, maybe one o'clock, you fly to where you're going, you go to the hotel and you have your meetings and that's it. When you are the home team, 
you might do your morning walkthrough and then you're free the whole afternoon and then you might have an evening meeting and then, you know, you might have an hour break and then you have to show up at the hotel. So, yes, you do stay in a hotel at home, but it's not quite the same sort of isolation as when you are at home. That's fair. Look, we're also knocking on the door, Aditi, to the playoffs, which are right around the corner. I, That's a bit different, isn't some it? Of the, yeah, like some of the stats that we've thrown out there, I'm curious, you know, where we sit with home field advantage when the postseason comes around. Well, since 1970, Mike, home teams have had a 66.9% win percentage in playoff games. Now, to be fair... It's usually the higher-seeded team. Better team. That's the one that's playing at home. And so, in theory, they're probably the better team. But home field has yielded a 59.8% advantage in wildcard games where teams are allegedly, ostensibly, evenly matched. Still, that is one of those things where, you know, the crowd and the home cooking and the familiarity and all of that could be coming into play. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that I think people should be mindful of is these postseasons, which should be epic, uh, that are right around the corner, just to have that in the back of your mind as you're thinking about who potentially could have an advantage. One other thing that comes from the world of science, Aditi, which we found fascinating. There was a study done by Canadian researchers. Oh, Canada, handling business for us, presented at the International Congress of Neuroendocrinology. Yes, that's actually a thing. Really interesting finding regarding home field advantage. They followed not a football team because it's Canada, right? Like they're, it's a hockey team because that's kind of what they do up there. For an entire season, they tracked this hockey team, swabbing the player's saliva before and after games. No, it wasn't a COVID test. This is something different. Testosterone levels higher before home games in addition to stress hormone cortisol. Researchers claim that this points towards the primal instinct of defending one's territory. Come on. I love that. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that what they always say? We have to protect our home. Protect our home. Football coaches say that all the time. Players say that all the time. It seems to make sense. I think that the stress stress hormone cortisol being higher, too, is probably because there's a little bit more pressure to perform for your home fans. You definitely don't want your home fans booing you. And if you have family, then you're performing for your family as well. And there's something more immediate in having them present than just watching you on TV. No, I'm with you. would love to hear what you guys think as you continue to listen to these episodes. And we keep getting really good questions, Aditi, and I am tracking them and compiling the list. I know we got some good feedback on the mailbag episode. So if you have some questions, you can find us on Twitter at Akinkabala, at Mike underscore Yam. You can always use the hashtag NFL explained. Um, Aditi would also like to hear from some of our fans if they think home field advantage is an actual thing. Once again, use the hashtag NFL explained. Not only that, but also who they think has the best home field advantage or what is the best home field environment. You know, because I will say, I'll go back to this. The dog pound in Cleveland, those people are unbelievable. They're amazing. And last year when I was there, when they beat the Steelers at the end of the season and clinched their first playoff berth in forever, and there were people crying in the stands. I mean, that's how moved they were. But, but, it hasn't really helped the players for a long time prior to these last two seasons. Let's not talk about that. But you think about it. So that's a fan base that's tremendous. That's an environment that's amazing. But sadly, for a long time, the team that was fielded wasn't really that great. And so, you know, there is a little of a, 
I don't want to call it a chicken and egg because it's not, but this is what sort of affects those numbers, which is what we said at the top. You know, the Steelers, they have an amazing environment. And just this week, Mike Tomlin was talking about how much he loves Steeler Nation and needs Steeler Nation Monday night against the Browns. Sure, but part of Steeler Nation being what it is is because the Steelers have given them so much to cheer. I'm with you there, 100%, Aditi. And I think the main takeaway is that there's definitely been a decline in home field advantage, which we actually see sports books acting on. Now, most experts, they're attributing it to not only the improvements in sports science, but also travel for away teams. It's actually a little easier for opposing fans to get to some of those away games as well. And it'll be awesome to see how some of this stuff plays out in the postseason. Um, once again, you can find us on social media. Continue to fire off those questions. Aditi, always fun to go through some of these topics with you. Always, always. And thank you all for listening. That was Home Field Advantage Explained. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.